Hi, welcome to Going Off Track. I'm Jonah. I am Steven. And today on the podcast, our guest is Lights. And that's her real name. And we actually talk about why she changed her name to Lights with our guest host, Norman Brannon from Texas is a Reason. I'm so excited Norman was here. Also from Shelter. Also from and, Shelter and New and Original. And also just awesome. An anti mandarzine <laughs> Yeah, Norman, just one of my favorite people at nervous acid you could find him on the twitter and just and he's working with uh, collect records now yeah correct? he's working for jeff at collect who uh yeah they have a i think they put out a no devotion single they're putting out a record actually soon from this band black clouds called dreamcation united nations has toured with them a lot and they're this super awesome instrumental band so check check that record out for sure Thank you so much, Norman, for uh, hanging out with us. Um, as much as you want, you can do. It's super cool. I was so stoked to be with Lights because Jonah said that Lights is a big-time comic nerd, and it was going to happen, and then I had to go, oh, work, which is fine. But, um, oh, I'm, I'm just jealous, Jonah. I'm just jealous. Yeah, she's awesome, and she has great fans. We took, like, a photo here at Rubber Tracks, and she posted it, and then, like, 25,000 people had liked it, like, an hour later. It's pretty wild. So hopefully all of them are going to listen to this podcast and probably none of them want to hear us talking at the beginning of it. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, let's just let lights talk. It's going on track! All right. Uh, welcome to Going Off Track. I'm Jonah. I'm Brad. And today our guest is Lights. Hey. And our guest host is Norman... <laughs> I, I, I almost said your old last name. <laughs> I, right. I, I almost said, because we were talking about names. It's been like over 10 years. Yeah. Jonah, come on. Is it for cred? You just wanted cred. Can That's we please true. do this over? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like such an asshole. <laughs> All right, Brannon. Brannon. Are we going to really edit it? Yeah. Yeah. Let's please start over. I feel like <laughs> we, we, got, we got so deep into that. We, know, we can't know, do it over. I know. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing, though. You don't? No, because we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, that's true. Well, it was on my mind, and then I think yeah. it was like, and it's one of those things where I'm like, I know it's Brandon, but like, then this thing in the back of my head's like, is, is it the other one? You can't even pronounce my old last name, right? You changed your last name? Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, long story. We'll talk about it. Okay. Let's, let's <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, not, I'm no stranger to changing my names. I've I done know. it. I feel like I've been there. I gave you guys like the perfect segue. I like yeah. sacrificed myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did it on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> but you might still need to do your introductions and things. I don't want to get in your way, Jonah. No, that's it. That's I'm here to facilitate. No, no, that's all I had to say. Just who's here. <laughs> I'm super curious about this story. <laughs> yeah. It's not that, I mean, it's not, I mean, the condensed story is simply, uh, you know, one of uh, family problems. Okay. And wanting to sort of, I guess in my brain, there was this issue where, you know, we had separated my, mm-hmm. my family and I, and, uh, I decided that my old last name carried a lot of baggage mm-hmm. that I didn't feel I owned. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like it was theirs yep. and why am I carrying it around? And if I make up a name, then it's mine to own. I a hundred percent agree with that theory. I think everyone should own the person they're walking around as. And I'm sure in the last 10 years I've done stuff that like has created baggage for this name and you know, but it's but your it's baggage. Mine. Yeah. I'll deal. Yeah. Right. So I love that's, it. That's basically that. So I was, uh, have people caught on and they're starting to remember your new last name after 10 years? People are, I mean, and you'll lights will attest to this. I'm sure. I think people want to, uh, call you what you want to be called. For the most part, people do, unless, you know, you're stuck in a way or it's someone who thinks that they know more because they know your last 
your old name and right. things that they're more in yeah. the know. So they want to call you that because they've dug deep and they know. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, when no, you no. go through all the work of changing a name. Which is a pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. Totally. Absolutely. It's the worst. You but, just want to be called that. Yeah, exactly. Because it takes months and months to do it. Not to mention the like sort of emotional journey. Right. And you have for to, you and your friends. Like I don't know about you did it in Canada, so I don't mm-hmm. know like what the you know what the rigmarole is there. Like in in New York, I had to actually sit in front of a judge and oh, tell him really? why I was changing my name, just in case I was doing something super shady. I had to write a reason on a piece of paper. <laughs> but that was, was that homework? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it felt like homework. Why you change your name? Oh, what do I say? What do I say? Um, it did feel like homework, but that's all. That's all okay. It was. Okay, so let's talk about that though. So I, why did you change your name? I just, my nickname was Lights, and I didn't want to just go with my old name. I I liked it. I thought it was cool, but it just didn't represent everything that I was. I think that it boiled down to a little bit more than that, and I thought, why not walk into this person that I feel like I'm becoming so much, especially, you know, when my music was all coming out. It was on MySpace kind of for the first time, and I made that profile, and I remember setting up my pictures and connecting with fans and, and everything. And it just felt like this new era. And with an era comes everything, everything new. And that's kind of what it was for me. Was like, I'm lights. That's sort of interesting. Do you think that there's a um, sort of component of like internet identity attached to your name though? Like, because uh, you're talking about building. Obviously, I, I agree with that, the new era stuff. And yeah. I think that in the era where I was forced to make profiles that explain somehow who I yeah. was, I was forced to sort of create an identity. Totally. A hundred percent. I think that you, it's helpful. And I, I don't see it as a bad thing at all. I, see, I saw it as something that was helping me shape my perception of myself and putting it all together. It was like, this is, this is who I am. This is the, the package that I am. And you, you know, you spend your whole life trying to find out who you are. And when you can lay, out, lay it all out in a profile for the first time, you suddenly see it in front of you and you're like, this is cool. But you're also sort of just showing the stuff you like. That too. Right. But that's part of creating who you are. I mean, you grow into the things that you like about yourself and you try to walk away from the things that you don't. That's part of evolving as a human, I think. So, all right. So what baggage are you leaving behind by being lights? I wouldn't call it baggage. It's just... (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think... I mean... Aside from the fact that my last, like, if I were to stick with Valerie Poxlater, which was my old name, it's just a mouthful. And and Pox kind of has a connotation to it, I'm not going to lie. So did you change or add? I added okay. the first name. And, and I just, I'm just Lights. I mean, I just decided not to keep Lights, Valerie, and Poxlater, Bokan, which it is now. It's, wow. It's, bit, it's a bit of a mouthful. I remember, you know, growing up, <laughs> I, growing up, there was this kid who lived next door to us, and he always identified himself by his five names. And Ooh. it was always a very much a mouthful. I, I want to say it, but I feel like, what if he's watching and, I don't know, or listening and feeling bad? But it was an amazing <laughs> series of names, and I always remember being very amused by it. It sounds very royal. But at the same time, my music is not about fucking... Sorry. No, it's fine. Is that all right? What? <laughs> it's totally fine. What happened? <laughs> I missed something. You can okay. say anything. On okay. This. Oh, okay. It's not about like being elaborate. Oh, or... did we say fuck? Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> There's some, someone who listens to this podcast that's always like, you always have the guest ask. You should tell them before. And I'm like, I, I know he's listening. Now. I'm probably, <laughs> probably going crazy. So I, I, I think it's super funny. <laughs> Oh, right. that's amazing. Say fuck to your heart's content. Yeah, yes. okay, good. Good to know. But uh, yeah, I just it, it just felt a little bit elaborate. And I liked um, simplicity and just it's it's about the music and it's about what you're hearing and not but about so, the names. Okay, but so it seems to me like you keep sort of associating the name with the music. 
right? Yeah. So is there a part of that name that's not connected to the music? I mean, do you feel just like your lights? Yeah, absolutely. And that's because it was a nickname. So my last name is Pox Leitner. And, right. uh, and I remember I was in Air Cadets as a kid, and um, which I quit after I wanted what to get a, nose, a nose ring. What is Air Cadets? <laughs> Air Cadets? Okay, it's... Um, is that so like Canadian Cadets? Girl Scouts? <laughs> oh, no, it's way cooler. Well, okay, not nothing against Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts are cool. Cookies are great. But um, it's uh, the Air Force, but you Cadets. You cupcakes in your Cadets. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wish. That would have been wonderful. Um, no, it's probably real. Like, you fly planes and shit. Well, no, you're a kid, but... Well, it ends when you're 16 or something, <laughs> okay. but uh, it's the um, Air Force faction of cadets so there's like military cadets navy cadets air cadets and it's the kids version of the army for air force and i was in flag party and <laughs> pox on air everyone calls you by your last name nobody knows you by your first name at all and sometimes uh, at some point it just kind of boiled down people call me lights because pox on air was annoying kind mm-hmm. of and it sounds like a disease i used to get called well, chicken darkner pox yeah growing up and horrible puck slinger pot lighter <laughs> you name it pot <laughs> Um, box like I don't know where that one came from, <laughs> but uh, but lights I uh, can kind of boil down to that. So it was a, a bit of a nickname, and I thought, man, that's cool. It feels like a comic character or something, and I love the feeling of being empowered and feeling like I'm larger than life. That's how people should feel going into life. So that's awesome. Did yeah. you guys get other names for any reason? Like, do you get other names at bar mitzvah? Uh, we I have like a Hebrew name. What's you do? What is it? Yona. Oh. oh, I like it. <laughs> I know most people's Hebrew names are way different, and mine is just one letter. <laughs> is it actually with a Y? Yeah, so it's a That's Y. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, I think they used it in like Temple or something when I was younger, but yeah. it's been well, a long time. I, I was, I was going to say that I'd played around. I think the difference, right, is like when you have a first name, I think people are probably, unless they already called you Lights, which it seems like some people did. Mm-hmm. Like, I would think that that was the hardest thing because I sort yeah. of wanted to change my first name. I was just it's like, hard. hey, if I'm going to change the whole thing, let's do it. <laughs> let's but just like, own it. Yeah. Like, but then I was like, no one's going to call me that name. Like, well, it, that's the thing. I mean, it's uh, it's one thing to change your name into another <laughs> real name, but it's one thing to cha- change it into like a plural noun, right. which is what I did. Right. And so people are even less inclined to want to call you something that feels awkward but it, it just takes time. and the, Well, there was a minute where I was going by my Harry Krishna name. Ooh, what is that? Narottam Das. Wow. <laughs> I'm not a Harry Krishna anymore, but it was a cool name. That's a cool name. <laughs> That's very cool. That's a very cool name. But I feel like I've seen like Lord Jane Grace a bunch of times, and I feel like now it's like totally normal. Like, like what's up, Lord? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's it, the first time it's always like you're like, oh, yeah, you catch yourself. Yeah. And then it's totally... Well, names are, I mean, I've wanted to write about sort of names because I feel like if you don't change your name, you don't sort of fully understand how much you invest into a name. Yeah. And even like in in terms of your own sort of inner concept of who you think you are yeah. or whatever. And, and I, I actually feel like I couldn't explain it to people, but I was like, I felt different when I became a Brandon. Totally. <laughs> it's, I think that, and that's part of the, you know, big picture I keep talking about, but it's all about customizing yourself and making yourself feel more like you every day i think that's what tattoos are all about and that's what your name i think people don't factor that into to being something that really affects the way you carry yourself but i think it does yeah so you took so when you got married you added another name added yet another yeah so was that like um 
you know, did, were you conflicted about that? Your husband won't listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might. Like, I have to uh, fill out forms. I'm going to run out of like the little boxes. Oh my goodness. It's the longest, most annoying name ever. But um, <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to, uh, because I've been adding to my name, I wasn't ready to kick one out now. Right. So I just, you know, why not just add another one? Why the heck not? You know? I guess that there's just a And point. it's easier to change your last name a little bit than it is to change your first because, yeah, it is what people call you. And if, if you meet someone as your new name, that's easy. It's fine. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. But the people that knew you before, it's that whole chunk of your life before that it takes some time. Okay, one last question about this. Was your mom pissed? <laughs> no, they were stoked. Uh, okay. They, still, they, they call me lights in public. They call me Valerie at home. But, yeah, it's like mostly now they're, they're just like, man, people are going to think we're hippies. And they do. You know, I, I go to the airport and show them my passport and they're like, oh, lights. Your parents hippies? Every time. <laughs> Every time. I'm like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> were they? Okay, were they? So let's talk about your parents now. Okay, because I really... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm totally like, like a psychologist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously, I love this. Norman called me last night. He's in, like, I like... we. Like never really prepare for these interviews, and Good. like because normally it's like we just like to keep it. But Norma's like, I found all this interesting stuff. What do you have? And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen, we never usually have to prepare because Stephen, who's usually here, just knows everything. Yeah, where is Stephen? Can we make he's, fun of him? What's going on? He's <laughs> he's got he's got daddy duties, daddy uh, duties, and some work stuff. Yeah, so. okay, that's fair. But uh, yeah, in fact, we did we started a podcast the other day with. With uh, Doyle from the Misfits, and it was just me and Jonah, and we were like failing. Dude, so I was like, oh, really? no. yeah. yeah. And Stephen was he was there that here that day, but he came in late, and we were just like, I mean, we were a little bit overwhelmed too because he came in because he's full like eight regalia. feet tall. He came, yeah. he came oh my in goodness! Fully dressed, face painted, devil eyes. What like, really? We, yeah, we, we were like fumbling over ourselves for like five minutes, like um. So <laughs> I got where that, to begin? I got that um, thing where like my hands start sweating. I do that too. Yeah. Clammy hands. And then yeah. Stephen came in and like knew all about their like wrestling yeah. career. You could like, hear the uh, so oh, you could hear yeah, the relief. Like, oh my goodness! Thank God for Stephen. <laughs> yeah, thank so God. Every day. You're, you're our Stephen. Yeah, you're yes. Stephen. You're doing a great job. And you're doing great. <laughs> We're gonna go get some coffee. We'll be yeah. back in like ten minutes. Just yeah, you know, feel free to interrupt me whenever you want. <laughs> I'm totally like, well, see, okay, so lights doesn't probably know anything about me i used to do this for a living not i've, podcasts, I've heard i've heard I this yes person that was my thing well and, and i can so, tell i'm very obviously. like curious and i used, i did do tv for a minute i used to like interview well i can tell TV. you're very picturesque oh thank you I know, <laughs> see she's so nice we need more guests like this no i'm just kidding jonah actually there's this one podcast where uh, i was a guest and uh, in the middle of nowhere, Jonah starts asking me. There's a live podcast me, in front of like an audience. Oh, yeah. okay. And Jonah starts asking me if I can help him dress because he's having like real, he's just kind of tragic. <laughs> <apparently>. <laughs> Look how put together. Like I feel like. Well, yeah, you're very put together, but you are too. Thank you. In, in a, like a disheveled way. I think that's part of the positivity. It's called the New York Black on Black. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's just my it's birthday. Uh, I got, some, I got some, some spending money. We should go. We should go Ooh, shopping. Nice. Nice. I How like old it. are you? 35. Yeah, uh, this weekend I turned 35. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's right. Happy birthday. It's a good Thanks. age. Yay. Happy birthday. How old Thank are you? you? 27. 27. Have you had oh, a good week? This was last week. <laughs> those are the days. <laughs> this gets better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no it depends. It's true. I was just doing a, I just did a, um, what do you call those things? Like a reading. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was like a, it's a music writer's reading or whatever. But okay. I started the reading by saying that I was going to start this story the way I've started every story that I've told since July of this year, which is 
Hi, I'm 40 years old. Because... Uh, wait, you're 40? Yes. So Unreal. When you turn 40, that's sort of all you talk about because you're obsessed with it. It's really different than turning 20 and turning 30. It's really How are you different. 40? I was born in 1974. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, you know, I guess it adds up mathematically. This is like a thing. Garrett from Texas had reason. Your bandmate came on here and he came on like on his 40th birthday. I was like, yeah, no big deal. Like he was like. He yeah. was like, no big deal. He didn't, we didn't even mention it until like halfway through the podcast. It's like, oh yeah, you turned 40 today. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> he might be trying to forget. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, there's, a sense, there's a part of me that really likes growing old. I, I think, think it's awesome. I think, I honestly believe that Growing old isn't hard if you feel like you've accomplished the things that you wanted to accomplish or you felt like you lived your life well. Sure, so but what if... Okay, so you're you're kind of at that age where like, now what if you peaked? Like in what way? Sexually? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she's salty. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, in whatever way is important to you. Like if you feel like... I remember, uh, who is it? Um... Tim Kinsella, like uh, from Captain Jazz, Joan of yeah. Arc, all these bands. So I was talking to him once and uh, he was like, you know, I think it's kind of annoying that a lot of people think I peaked when I turned 26. Mm. He's like, I think I've done some pretty good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, that's another thing, like whatever other people's perception of peaked is, as long as that doesn't affect you. Because I think, I think that a, a peak in your life changes like your peak in your 20s is gonna be different than your peak in your 30s and i don't yeah, know you just need to find things new things to peak yeah right, right. like if, if it, like running you're at your all-time running high when you're in your 20s it may not be the same when you're in your 30s but maybe you're at your all-time painting high yeah exactly That's you know a what i mean point. different peaks we're going to be helping people with this podcast yes. well, this is, am, <laughs> we this always do we always do norman i also think like people, people's <laughs> opinions of like what you're doing change like i feel like especially being in bands it's like you put out a new record and it was like, oh, this new record's terrible. And then you put out your next record and it was like, that last record was amazing. This new one's totally. terrible. Totally. And then you're like, you know, like it, it yeah. kind of moves. A hundred percent as you, as you know, believers amass over one thing and then it sometimes takes time to like something and then you move. It's always, it's always better when you look back for some reason. So what do you, so I think that artists look at cultural opinion differently than listeners. So what do you think is the sort of cultural opinion of your last album. I guess there wouldn't be an, a full opinion about the new one yet. Uh, not quite yet, but I'm seeing things emerging. Obviously, it's been out for five days yeah. but or six days. But um, Hurry I up, think people. it's interesting yeah. because with the... Yeah, come on, get on it. <laughs> Little machines. But um, I, I think the last album was actually an interesting one in terms of people's perception because those that really liked what I did on the first album, which was like very pop clean lyrically earnest you know very very much uh, a pop record um the the people that were huge fans of that maybe didn't like the second record because it wasn't about that on the second record it was about sort of pushing myself sonically and making sounds that were less than perfect and there was like rough around the edges it was gritty and it was kind of a chance to prove hey like i i'm also someone who can make something that isn't all about let's get a song on the radio this is it's all about making something creative and having i'm saying all about all the time and i'm realizing i sound very canadian <laughs> <laughs> now that i'm in this Thank in this you. situation <laughs> maybe i'm the only one who notices but right now i grew up with degrassi <laughs> you did i really did that's awesome i really did <laughs> true, Cana the, the true canadian true yeah. canadian yeah yeah seriously yeah, yeah. Not that's the Drake amazing degrassi uh, it's Got still it. good still good is awesome it? 
Well, actually, I actually haven't watched it recently, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's still going. Did everybody grow Everyone kind of... That's okay. the thing. Degrassi has been a long-lasting yeah. situation. The one, I, the one I used to watch was... I remember a few things about it because I was like... I was pretty young, but I got into like punk and hardcore pretty young. So immediately there was this girl, Liz, and she had a Chelsea. And immediately it was like, oh, she's a skinhead girl. But she didn't identify as a skinhead mm. girl on the show. So I was really like curious. And then there was Spike, who was like yeah. the sort of punk girl who got yeah. pregnant and yeah. stuff. Those Real are the only problems. two girls I remember, actually. I don't remember anybody <laughs> else on that show. <laughs> I didn't realize it um, was he was it big down here in the States. Uh, it was on PBS here. Okay. So uh, I guess I was at the age where I watched PBS. Interesting. It was junior high school or something. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. No, I like the guys. It's it's very like very much a Canadian show, and I think that's what very else cool. is quintessentially Canadian. Well, I mean, aside from Tim Hortons, which actually just got bought by Burger King. There's some down here that Did in you like know the Fuse last couple was bought years. by Jennifer Lopez. By what? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Jennifer Lopez bought Fuse and Burger King <laughs> bought Tim Hortons. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and some company apparently bought PBR, some like French company. Really? Or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Wow. Well, the world is turning upside down. <laughs> I know, so it's crazy. <laughs> quintessentially Canadian. Oh, there's so many things. Poutine. That's one of the things. Okay. It's an yeah. amazing I treat. I mean, it's what I. I eat it if I can get a vegetarian. Vegetarian. Totally, there's version. vegan poutine. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. you can get it all. It's good. It's. I'd say some of this new record was fueled on poutine. <laughs> it's very, very fueled. That on sounds poutine. gross. It's disgusting. Okay. Doing vocals after poutine is horrible, <laughs> but worth it. Yeah. What? Is, okay. Best Canadian band ever. <sighs> I mean, not necessarily band here, but um, I'm a huge Joni Mitchell fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think she's amazing. Give it up for Canadian. Johnny. Definitely. That's Tom Cochran. <laughs> Tom Cochran, he's awesome. Uh, well, and there's a lot Rufus of... Rufus Wainwright counts as Canadian, Brian Adams. Really? <laughs> Let's talk about Brian Adams. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me... Did we talk about this yeah. on the podcast? I was like, we just had this long conversation about Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Who's really? that with? I can't well, remember now. It was like some revelation. They had a revelation was, at a Brian. It was either Chris from the Flatliners or... Um, it was Dot Doyle. <laughs> Who do we, oh, and Joey Cape from Lagwagon. It's Joey. Oh, it's Joey. really? Yeah. yeah. But there's something new coming out with Brian involving Brian Adams. I don't know what it is. Is it? Is it another album or something? I don't no, know. No, actually, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. I just read something about it, and I was just like, and I remember just rolling my eyes. But that's all uh, I remember about it. But he's written some great songs. <laughs> well, that, that's what Joey said. He was like, I went to a show, and I was like, whatever. Like, I don't really care. I'll yeah. just go. It's like it was free tickets. And then he was like, every song was like a hit. I knew, totally. Like, every word. And he's like, he's I couldn't written, believe. It. That's totally. how you, you think that incubus. about Tom Petty, but you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that the thing with Brian Adams is he's written some huge pop songs, so people don't necessarily say that's Brian Adams' a big cult following. It's just like, oh, there's another pop song that you hear all the time, and then you don't realize it's Brian Adams. How? What was the last big song? I mean, he's been. It's been a little records, while. Though, right? Not the one from the Robin Hood one. I mean, he's I had stuff that, since then. Long. That was a long time ago. That was, was a, a while ago. Time ago. He did uh, the Three Musketeers a long time ago. <laughs> 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 Cloud Number Nine. I'm like, listen. Oh, the one. Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all he does of the all movies. the fairy tale Broadway stuff. No. He has some of the greatest chord progressions, though. I love Brian Adams, but other quintessential Canadian bands, Rush. There's another oh, one. And then word. a lot of really great new stuff. Like, well, I mean, aside from Arcade Fire, they've been around for a long time. Another band that I love, Canada. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, a huge Stars fan. I love yeah. Stars. Yeah, stars, stars are, are amazing. Yeah. Love them. And then Metric. Yeah, Metric. Did you ever get into, like, any, like, Canadian, like, hardcore, like, 
chokehold or great or like yeah there's dead. a there's a bunch of really great Canadian bands like that um like the bunch of my friends friends had a band called textbook tragedy and they were so good while they while they lasted and like cancer bats protest the hero yeah. actually weirdly the first tour i ever went on was which is the weirdest pairing but protest the hero um from first to last in chiodos and then me first to how first. why do you keep sort of like showing up in this sort of screamo world I think I honestly, <laughs> the crossover of the the fans of my music is amazing. There's this huge variety of listeners from people who only listen to the radio to people that go to Warp Tour to metalheads to nerds, you know, like. But was it so what what sort of made that connection or what sort of like crystallized that connection? I would like, I would think it was probably my first EP was put out by Underground Operations in uh, out of Toronto and they um, have protests on their label. And, mm. You know, they had a lot, a lot more, a lot of hardcore bands like Holly Springs disaster, like a lot of bands that were not electro pop. I think I might have been the only electro pop artist. So I ended up getting on that tour because of that, and I think that's kind of what first associated me in that world. And then I toured uh, Warped in two thousand nine. Did a couple dates in two thousand eight, and uh, a lot of my fans who first started latching onto the music were from that world. So it's it's cool, and and now that I'm I'm married to Bo, who's in Bus of All, and they've headlined Warp Tour a couple times, um, that like further, you know, adds to the crossover, and I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's just uh, I I couldn't figure out where. It's, well, that's, that's it's going, weird. Like it's not. Cool. I don't I don't <laughs> scream, but you know what? I, I I was a fan of that kind of music as a teenager. It was what I listened to. I went to Warp Tour all the time, and uh, when I first got on MySpace, I would cover. Hardcore songs, really, like, like pop what? style, like I did uh, "Can See the Light" by Architects, and but a pop melodic version of it, and just like little things like that. And um, I was in a metal band growing up. I played guitar called Shovel Face, and we were horrible. Shovel but, Face, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, we we only did a couple <laughs> shows and actually got like banned from playing at our school because it was the teachers were horrified at how how horrible everything was. We had a song called "Kill Everyone You Know." And, <laughs> My <laughs> first band ever was called Mortuary, and our oh, first song was dark. called Fuck You. That's dark. Yeah. yeah, I think we had a fuck you. It was you. really just me yeah. and my brother. And, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a way to exercise your angst. It wasn't really a band. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I feel about Shovel Face. So, uh, so, I don't know, Jonah, what do you have to add I was to just this? thinking about my first band. And how, <laughs> I was in my first band, this band called Plug. Oh. And we played the talent show at my school and got the talent show canceled. That's like, what we did. Yeah. Our singer I can commiserate. started a mosh pit and like spit in the audience. We had this song called Fuck Mayfield because the street Mayfield always had construction. <laughs> like we had nothing else to write about. That's like Seriously. my only problem was like, oh. That sounds exactly like the reason we got banned from yeah. the school. Wow. And all the teachers were standing, uh, or you know, the crowd was out there with their hands over their ears listening yeah. to us say, kill everyone you know. <laughs> we did the same thing. I had the Johnny Puke. That was the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they let us into the talent show. I really have no idea why they wow. let us in. I feel like the no I never screening got to process. play a talent show. Yeah, man. My, you you my, never my, lived. Your band my, didn't have a career yeah, without playing a talent complete. show. <laughs> we actually did a song called Yellow Chunks. Oh, oh what was Johnny your band Puke, called again? Johnny, Johnny Puke, Puke and the Regurgitators. No. Nice. <laughs> the only show that we did. That's such a kid band. I love that. Ugh, it was high school. Very That's high school. good, man. <laughs> Jonas never heard this one, have No, you? I haven't. Johnny Puke. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's like punk rock. <laughs> we thought so. Well, Brad's big band was called The Goops. That is true. Still, yeah, like I've, I've been, I've always had terrible names. For <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Yeah, I can vouch for terrible names. 
you know, I, I played World of Warcraft for a good number of years and I was a death knight, which was my class. And, and you have to start a talent tree. And in your talent tree, there's all the different spells that you can learn. And every single one was a great metal band name. So if you're ever looking for a metal band name, play World of play Warcraft, World of Warcraft <laughs> start a death knight, and then go into the talent tree. And then just, you know, soul rend. Just like them amazing it's metal band like, names. It's like Nordic type names or something? Well, no, it's just, it's like... just actions. Okay. Like really dark actions. Like, oh, I can't remember something. It's been, I haven't logged on in about a year and a half, but it was just like... You know, that's um, all I would do. If like heart rip, <laughs> you know, not that. That was horrible. I, I don't know. I can't remember them right now on the spot. Oh, but you there's can some amazing. Name a bunch of bands right now. If you just come up with some, I know. I really could. If anyone's looking for a band name, come play World of Warcraft. <laughs> was it hard to? Because I feel like people get so into it. Was it hard to stop them? Did you just get too busy? Or I got it... a little bit busy, and I think the problem was. Um, I just didn't get a chance to log on the internet for long enough periods of time because I was running around a lot, and on tour. The bus didn't have like consistent Wi-Fi, and it's a real pain in the ass if you don't have consistent Wi-Fi playing that game. Because even if you try to run a simple dungeon, which can last you fifteen to twenty minutes, it, you you get pulled out there, you get kicked out of your group, and you forget about raiding or anything like that. Which lasts hours. <laughs> I love hearing people forget talk about, about video games. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget about it. Impossible. I remember I had it's someone a fucking outrage. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone visit me. I worked on Taste of Chaos one year. Okay, and like thrice around it. And like Deftones, as like I remember, someone wanted to go backstage so bad, like a family member. I was like, it's really boring. And I took them back, and like all the Thrice guys are playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like, this is what it's like backstage with the yeah. bands. I was like, uh huh. <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. It's so many people backstage just play video games because well, and, that, and I started. I ended up just kind of console gaming because it was more consistent. You could bring their Xbox with you and bring my hard drive and connect it to another Xbox. So, okay, good. I like segues. We're looking at segues. <laughs> I, like it. I love segues. All right, so let's talk about fantasy for a second. Oh, I love this, I love this topic. <laughs> well, do you? Do you read your own fan fiction? Uh, no, I don't actually. Should Cause, I? Because Norman does. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, Norman reads you know your what? Fan this is so funny because I actually, for some reason last night, was like, I don't know why. I don't you were, know why you were she would have. No, right? Yeah. Actually, it's all mine. <laughs> have you ever seen that? I've seen like some excerpts on Tumblr. I mean, it's really well written. <laughs> is it but though? Is it? No, no. Hey, <laughs> no, so I don't know why I was inspired to Google Lights fan fiction. Like, That's amazing. Because I just, I, I didn't think you would have any, but apparently you do. But usually it's Lights and Bow fan fiction. So what? what is, is it like? It's reenacting going to the a burger shop, or no, is it? No, it's really like there's a couple of ones that are kind of dark, oh. like where I'm like, whoa, this is like if you read it, it'd be weird. Weird. And there's one, the one I was just reading, and while you're, uh, I was reading one while you were arriving, and uh, it was something about Bo had gotten someone pregnant on Warp oh, Tour. Oh my goodness! And I didn't get to the end, so I don't know how you freaked oh, out. Oh no, that would be may horrible. Have I might Wait, have. Hang on a second. Let me see, because like, <laughs> I feel like the end of this was really good. So, oh no, I'm nervous. <laughs> let me see. What do I do? I what do know. I do in it? I have no idea. Uh, let's. Well, that's see. that's an interesting thing. I've I've seen a couple like, yeah, little clips of writings. Of yeah, the there's fan a lot of people on that, but see, I don't know like the current like warped like celebrities and stuff. So like, yeah. I feel like a lot does of these people. A lot. Like, is there anyone named Penguin? Penguin. Because there's like, a comic book. <laughs> here, all right, so here's a piece, here's a piece of um, here's a piece of uh, dialogue that okay. I'll reenact right, let's, for you. Let's have a listen. Jack, Alex started feeling his heart flutter with anxiety. I have to tell you something. 
What's wrong, Penguin? So Jack and Alex are from All Time Low. Oh, okay. Well, let's check it out. <laughs> What's wrong, Penguin? Jack's voice was heavy with concern. <laughs> Jackie, Alex replied timidly. I'm pregnant. Oh, Alex must be a girl. Never mind. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> I but you said he was a, a guy. <laughs> Maybe know, not. When you said All Time Low, though, no, you're right. Jack, the guitarist of All Time Low, as well as Alex. Wow, this got really crazy now. I think a dude is pregnant what? with Bo's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Jack, so the guitarist a- of All Time Low, as well as Alex's lover. Okay, wait. I'm totally confused. I think this is a gay fanfiction. Oh, no, no. Wait, no, yeah. Alex Garth of All Time yeah. Low. Okay. Okay, all right. All right, I so get this, this is Alex and Jack. They're talking. What's, what's wrong, Penguin? <laughs> so, Jackie, Alex replied timidly, I'm pregnant. I don't understand, Jack stuttered confusedly. It's Bose, though, Alex continued. <laughs> I'm sorry. How could you do this to me? Jack yelled in a hurt tone, feeling his whole world crash down around him. I thought you loved me. Wait, but guys can't get pregnant. This is really confusing. Baby, I do. I'm sorry. It was a one-time thing. Alex wept, terrifying, <laughs> terrified of losing Jack. You whore, oh, Jack screamed as he ran off the bus into the cold rain, tears spilling from his eyes. Jack felt weak and shattered, but he didn't stop running, weaving through the crowds of people. Holy fuck, it's Jack, he heard someone yell, but didn't turn to look. So this is getting really serious. This is So this, real. Is, what your, this is what this your is husband is doing on tour. <laughs> Impregnating men. It's breaking up relationships, My getting dudes pregnant. Good. Wow, this is, this is surreal. It's not fiction. <laughs> this, is the, this is happening, I really believe. No, I That's did. I I family also remember one where you guys were doing something very dark and violent. Oh. So yeah, there's nothing positive about okay. it. Okay, interesting, interesting, interesting. Well, I, and I do know there are role playing <laughs> blogs on Tumblr where people um, pick a person they want to be and are that person, and then they communicate with other people who have picked people they want to be. Really? Have you heard about this? No. RP blogs. Have you done this? No, but I know about it, and I would. Do I would people, do it. Do are people lights? People are lights. You've read it. Yeah. Well, I and that's the thing. You don't... It's more like they become that person and then they communicate with... I think that they maybe like text pe- people as someone. I don't know. Or maybe they... Talk in the comments. How do you do? You, how do you communi- communicate? Well, you in can, conversation. Like, in you know, Tumblr. I think it's Tumblr. I mean, you, yeah, you could sort of like um, you know blog and reblog and add to the conversation. I think, and I think, but people kind of like start relationships and accounts under this, like you know, lights, but with the one as the I or something. And so, then my picture. I mean, did you do much? You you grew up with the internet, so was, I didn't though. That's the thing. You didn't, and then that's how that's how new the internet is. Oh, I mean, I'm not talk. I'm not that young, but I was. Well, I remember I got I I got my first internet in ninety. Well, Texas is the reason. That was it. The first email address we had was texasitr at aol.com mm. in nineteen ninety seven. Or yeah, nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety. I think that we slacked a little bit on getting the internet. I had we had dial up probably in the late 90s but i mean that I, I could hardly count that as being internet I mean, right you could hardly do anything on it right this first site i went to was i think it was um that Ma- maddox the best site ever or what was it? do you remember maddox Mm-mm. i don't know it was just it was sort of this really angry guy that blogged about it was the first time i'd ever seen anything like that people expressing their opinions on this platform that no one could stop you. Right. And he hated everything <laughs> except for pizza and pirates and everything else. He just, Perfectly you know, Lord of the Rings. It was around the time the first Lord of the Rings came out and he was shitting on Lord of the Rings. And, and it was funny because it was like, oh, ha ha, this guy's thinking the same things as me. You know, like, not that I, I love Lord of the Rings, but, you know, it's, 
It's and just to be pizza funny. And pirates. Love pizza and pirates. <laughs> so I remember that was one of the first sites, and then yeah. He's oh, MSN. look at this. Brad is doing real-time... Uh, yeah, there's Maddox. Wow, this is a real person on Wikipedia. No, I know. Wow, I didn't know what he looked like. Looks That's a bit impressive. Like a pirate. Is Maddox still blogging about... He started about... the best page in the universe in yeah. 1997. Wow. Yeah. This is a real person. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was like and some I, weird Canadian folktale. I watched folk that tale. site. <laughs> He's a myth. Um, Canadian wilderness man. No, he... Uh, it was funny, and it was the first time I really experienced it. But but that was about the extent of my internet experience. I didn't even know how to download. I didn't download music. Even when Napster was big, it was, I didn't know what to do. Had no connections. We didn't really have... What was your first email address? Ooh, it's embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> well, it was just even dumb. better. <laughs> it was, it was gloryann13 at hotmail.com. And I'm still on Hotmail. Not, really? Not under glory. Not glory. Yeah. You like that? The OG site. I like Hotmail, right? I think it's great. Is there even an app for Hotmail? Is there an app for something else? Is there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking Am I missing out I'm on being, something being on Hotmail? I'm being genuine. I don't even know. I don't know either. I mean, is it weird to have people like sort of like pretending to be you sort of? Because like... I just can't sort of imagine what that would be like. I'm not like my. It is a little my, weird. My sister's kind of in the public eye too, and she has like, like you know, like you go on Twitter, yeah. it's like all these people with like her name, and like I know this isn't yeah. her. It's obvious it isn't yeah. her. Like, what's the what is the person getting out of it? I think the most annoying thing of it is I think it's kind of cool. I mean, I, I guess any publicity is good publicity. They say, but the things they say are not things I would say, and I'm like, that's cheesy. I wouldn't say that. You know, there was there was a few fake uh, Facebook accounts and a lot. You know, some some with a couple thousand friends or whatever and i didn't uh i didn't i wasn't the one behind it you know someone else pretending to be me and there are just their updates and their posts and stuff which is, is just not something i would say and that's the thing that's annoying it's like they're not at least if you're gonna pretend to be me like be cool you know? <laughs> well true that you know what i mean that's, that's how i feel <laughs> Make me look better. yeah like be cool like, but as be soon chill, as you said right? that now i'm wondering if somebody is catfishing somebody as you Probably. That would be oh, nice. for sure. That would be an amazing episode. Yeah, it would. <laughs> I would really like to see that, actually. I'm going on a date with lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she canceled again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, you know, I remember one time I went on one of the sites and she, she had her most recent update was like, hanging with my hose or something like that. And I was like, I, I don't think I would write that, you know? Well, you I would probably say know. chilling with my girlfriends, you know? Something a little I cooler. I think that you're a little bit more hood than you let on. Well, she's, she's bringing out the true hood in me, I guess. She, she can see it from a distance more mm. than I can. I'm, I see it too. Thank you. Thank you. I feel quite hood. Yeah, so I remember last time we were talking about I saw you, it was like a like some kind of comic-related, like, I feel like... Well, you know what? It would have been, because we were talking, it was Piano Bar, and I had just uh, put out um, Captain Lights, probably, which is um, was a 10-episode miniseries online by Tom Coker and Daniel Friedman. They're just incredible illustrator and writer. And it was a really wicked... And it was sort of, after my first album came out, we put some of the music in as the background music. And it's just a really special thing. And it might have been sort of a launch for that, and... It, it was probably one of the first shows I did in New York, too. It was a long time ago. Yeah. I remember it was just you and a keyboard or something. Yeah. I think I had the band with me, but um, yeah. it was yeah, it was so long ago. I mean, we played in New York so many times since then. and um, But I remember that show really well. I think I remember, I remember having a really good time. Are you? Have you followed up on any of sort of that, that miniseries or any? No, I wish I did. I, I really do. It was such a cool, cool little storyline. And 
I mean, I, I hope someday I will. And maybe, you know, maybe I can even continue it with something else. I don't know, a painting series or something. It's just a really wicked storyline. But I, I haven't done anything since then for Captain Lights. But she's cool. She's a badass. <laughs> Do you have badass. anything kind of like artistic going on kind of outside of your music? Because it seems like you're kind of have a lot of interest outside of music yeah. as well. Well, I do paintings a lot. Speaking of, um, I just did one for, it was called Up We Go, and it's, we, um, you could get it with the pre-orders for the album, and it's it's kind of wicked as this girl on a motorcycle, and I had to get really pop arty, because my, my art's kind of pop art. And then I also did another painting collab for uh, um, Kids Help Phone, which is sort of um, like a relief line for people under, in, you know, under 20, under 25 in Canada, and it's a to raise money for them and it's going to go on a shirt and get sold in a store called blue notes up in canada and i did one for fan expo we just did which is the canadian comic-con i did an exclusive fan expo one so it's just kind of getting to to express yourself in a painting that's some a special item that doesn't take too much energy you know it doesn't take thousands of dollars to record it in the studio you know it's sit down for five hours and make a painting and it looks like a comic it's fun <laughs> I had this idea in my head and I'm just like completely like, oh, I, I, I really want to still, I was like, all right. So back when we were talking about, I said, oh, I want to hear about your parents. Yeah. And right. I was like, we never followed I, up on that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking about it. So you can't see this all, but like I was thinking hard and she just looked at me weird because I was thinking hard. <laughs> I could tell. You look like you're deep in thought. <laughs> But no, because I was like, yeah, there was something else that I was curious about. But um, all right. So like there are th- things that I'm curious about. So, you know, the first thing that sort of comes up was this this uh, thing about your parents being missionaries. Yeah. So what what kind of missionaries? Um, honestly, I don't think we ever identified with like a sect of church. They were like indie missionaries. I, I would I I would say so because <clears throat> I mean actually you know I was seven like I wasn't out there in the field but I think mostly you know half the work is going out there and and bringing food right you know big vats of champarado and stuff because there's a lot of, a lot of poverty in the Philippines and I've, I actually went back in 2010 with World Vision to to continue work but um I think it was kind of just they they set up a church and they did worship music and you know kind of spread the good word but i think you know my perception on on god has changed over the years and you know it, it's just uh, you know looking back it, it's it's amazing it was an amazing experience but I'm, I'm glad we didn't identify with any kind of specific sect because ultimately everyone is worshiping the same god but how did they so like but they had to be associated with somebody to go out there right yeah it was some company i can't remember I don't know. Yeah, e- no, e- it was called ET International or something like that. I, I was a young, I was a young kid, but um, yeah, it's just interesting because yeah. it's not like a normal yeah. sort of like not even like for obviously like there are a lot of kids who are like military brats. Yeah, they're all yeah. Going around no, it's a whatever. different way for sure. But like also like for parents, it's not like a normal like path. Like if I had a young kid, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna go to the Philippines. Totally. And do this well, you thing. know, you're right. <laughs> Thinking back on it, I I mean, now being a mother, I had a baby earlier this year. Um, that would be a very bold move to just up and go to a third world country. So you, there has to be a certain like amazing passion in your heart to want to go out there and do that. And I'm, I'm thankful they did because I have that passion as well. And it's, you know, it's, a, I have this heart for the Philippines that I wouldn't have had. I hadn't lived out there. Right. And I just love that country. And Cause it does seem like you have like, like that's the other sort of thread that seems to keep 
popping up. It's like Screamo and Christianity. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. And sometimes both. Well, there's 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 crossover there too. I think there's a lot of screamo bands that are that identifies Christian bands. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, uh, I mean, is that still something that's in your life, or like, is that what? Yeah. What's the what's the sort of? Well, I I consider myself um, to have you know to believe (laughs) Andy Christian screamo. That's my genre. I don't know. I I, I kind of hate I the I word. Just invented something. I'm I like, super I like, psyched. I like All right, it. Go ahead. I honestly kind of hate the word Christian though, because right. it's just had it's just there's baggage. There's so much baggage with Christianity, and and it's not it has nothing to do with God. It's all religion related related things, and I. I can't say I'm a fan of um, just there's all these different kinds of religions that all have all these different rules and you start it starts to get diluted from the actual point and this you know to be happy and believe in God mm-hmm. that that's it's like everything else around that has nothing to do with that anymore so I think I don't identify as a religious person I identify as I believe in God and I think a lot of us do right and you just don't want to have to you know, identify with a specific religion because there's so many different ones and so many different sects of Christianity that like, what, what's, you know, I'm sure that someone could sit there and tell you all the differences, but for me, you all believe in God and why the differences. Well, there's there. a reason why it's called faith. You don't need a book. That's the way I look at it. And that's kind of how I, de- I identify now. And, um, there's just so many people that do dumb things under the name of Christianity. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, let me look that up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Go on YouTube and look up dumb things. No, but, uh, and I just, yeah, I, I, I believe in God. I really do. And that's all that matters. You know, everybody cool. finds their own faith. It's a, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, I have my own sort of histories and stuff these mm-hmm. days. I would say I'm more atheist than anything, but like, I feel like, you know, I've never been one of those people who sort of like, uh, I'm not, I'm not hating on anybody. Mm-hmm. It's more of a thing of like, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not very eloquent right now. <laughs> Let's just say that for me, it's about, um, kind of if people don't interfere with me, I don't interfere with them. And if you're, you believe in whatever you want to believe. That's well, great. people get, people get preachy in, in lots of different, um, things like, you know, I know really preachy vegans and I know really, sure preachy um tree huggers you know like there's people and and, and you don't you get turned off of something when someone's preaching at you well, i was you a full-on proselytizer back in the day what is that <laughs> proselytizing for religion he was preaching like oh. i was preaching i was like a monk for two oh, years okay. so i like you know go out on the street and sell okay. books interesting and, like, then i was in a band that basically Traveled the world and sold books oh, under, under Christianity. <laughs> no, no, no. That was the Harry Christian world. Oh, okay, right, right, right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, just think I think everyone's on their own journey to so find I can't the be things. That, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I no, got for a past. me, I mean, everyone feels their own convictions and the things that they want to be able to share with the world. That's improved their life. With what they believe has improved their life, but what it really comes down to is just making sure that you're happy and, and loving the things that you love and loving the people around you because. At the end of the day, that's, I think that's what matters. So. so with your kid, though, I guess you have to make a lot of decisions, like sort of how you raise a child. You're always... Starting to, yeah. She's only know. seven months old, but... Right. Well, and, but and you're, I'm, thinking, I'm you're, thinking, you're having these conversations. Well, I'm thinking about it because, you know, I feel like every, every little thing counts. And, I, and there's... Li- I, don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I don't think anybody does. Yeah. But I do know that as long as you love them so much and that they know that, that everything will come pretty naturally. Cause I mean, people were doing this in 
you know, the first days people were having kids in and it was fine. So yeah, if you care, I'm pretty natural. I've tried use to be, your instincts. You yeah. I, I've got two kids that are pretty young and they, uh, I remember being really nervous before our first one, I was talking yeah. to a friend of mine who had it, who had a daughter at the time. And I was like, I don't know, man, what if like, you know, what if my kid is like an asshole? Uh, <laughs> see, and that's what everyone has this concern. I don't want to have like a bully, yeah. you know? And she I said, know. Cause somebody has the bully kid. Somebody, somebody has the bully. Has, yeah. But you know what? Now that oh, so my daughter's in second grade now, and I've seen enough parents and enough kids and enough relationships to know that you know what it is the fucking parents, dude. <laughs> <laughs> bullies, but they're not. Pay, you know, they're paying right. the wrong kind of attention. I, yeah, well, and that's you really like. Uh, that's why I look at it. The one thing that's a for sure, the only thing that's a for sure, is that you have to love your kid and make sure that they know it. Because right. as long as they know that, they're gonna they're gonna be raised confident. I think it's true. Yeah. Knowing that they had, someone's got their back. Yeah, yeah. You know? But and were I, you like totally, let's be real though, you were totally scared, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I think the biggest fear for me, I haven't even like really thought about her being a kid because right now she's a baby and, and you can't picture anything outside of what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just taking it a day at a time. And that's what's been great about it actually for, for me personally is like I've learned to just cut the fat and worry about what's in front of you and, and just enjoy the day. But uh, I think when you first find out, I mean, your whole career flashes before your eyes. Oh, well, that's another, I guess that's another issue. Totally, right? right? And it's like, can you do this? Because, I mean, you know, there are people that do it. You know, Gwen Stefani, you know, lots of people that do it. But, I mean, they have money. Lots of, lots and lots of money. She's like a billionaire. Yeah. You have to stop touring for a set amount of time. Well, that was the question that was on everybody's mind. You know, everyone that's on my team and involved, it's like, okay, wait, what's going to happen? What do we do? And so I can kind of came to a crossroads where I and I was in the middle of writing for Little Machines, writing for this record, and um, it was really it became really interesting because I kind of was forced to sit down and, and think about what I wanted, what I really wanted, and do I is this worth how much hard work is going to be um, to continue forward and push for this? And I realized that it is, and that I really, really do love making music, and I love touring and i love the fan base that we've built up over the past six years and it kind of reignited my passion for it i think and i feel like i'm brand new all over again you know brand new in the music industry and it's a good feeling and i know it's gonna be a lot of work but we're gonna do it we got a big huge tour coming up and i'm breaking my baby oh wow so does that mean you have a nanny tech um, his name is my husband, <laughs> but I was going to be coming out cause he has to fall off randomly. The stars align sometimes. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun. That's great. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And now's the time. Once she gets in school, it'd be really tough. I know. Well, that's the other thing. I was homeschooled till high school. So oh, wow. I'm like, I don't want to, I want to homeschool so her too. But <laughs> okay. So wait, <laughs> that sounds very Christian though. <laughs> well, well, probably because we were moving around all the time. Oh, okay. And then that's you can't you true. can't sit into, you know, settle into one school and then you get uprooted and go to school in the Philippines and go to school yeah. in Jamaica. There's also a lot of just different, like, there's different connotations when people, especially in America and, like, middle America, yeah. when people say, oh, I'm homeschooling. Right. It usually means I'm teaching my kid that yeah. there's no global warming. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, you can, you can, you, and that's true, you can decide what you want your kid to know and you can shelter them as much as you want but right. that's how you want your kid to turn out it's what was cool. it like kind of going from from being homeschooled into like high school with like a bunch of other kids and like it was um 
I was like really shy, you know, super shy. I wasn't, I, we had all these homeschool friends. So I, it's not like I didn't know people and I was like a feral child or something. <laughs> but, uh, but I remember I just, um, it was kind of a funny trajectory because I got hundreds in all my classes. Like I got a you know, few hundreds in 98s and stuff. And if I got anything below in a 90, school or regular in school? regular school when oh, I first wow. started going and, and then as the years went by, by the end of high school, I was in like the seventies. So <laughs> as your priorities start to shift to something more socially forward, right. you lose sight of what you're really there for. And that, was probably my mom's reason for homeschooling me in the first place. Right. But uh, I, I learned, I you know, learned a lot in that time about fitting in, whether that was something that mattered more than getting hundreds. I don't know. Do hundreds really matter though? Do no. hundreds really matter? Not at all. I don't know. So. You're, you're a teacher. Do hundreds matter? I, yeah, but I dropped out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I like run into Norma at the park and be like, I have to grade these papers. I'm like, I cannot imagine like having, I, I would be like, I don't know. I guess it's okay. Well, it, it depends. <laughs> I guess you have to act. Well, I was, te- I, I was teaching, I did go back to school eventually and uh, then I was teaching college. And so I, I just, I feel like I almost did that just because it sounds very, like the irony was delicious for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like I just loved it. And I was able to sort of like talk to students and be, you know, whenever they were like, oh man, you know, like, and I was yeah. like, look, yeah. I dropped out. It's okay to, <laughs> to lose it for a bit, you know? Yeah. And I don't think necessarily, I do think that there's a lot of issues in high schools. Like I worked in high schools for a couple of years and stuff. And like, I think that there, there are issues that are mostly based on bureaucracy and mm. not necessarily with you know, the actual teacher-student relationships that could be there were it not for bureaucracy. So really, at least in America, that's sort of like the deal. But I mean, do grades matter? No, improvement matters. Right. That's always my... And finding your passion and what you're good at, I think matters more because what I learned in math and the marks I got on that obviously don't apply at all in my life now. I actually use a lot of math. Like, I actually regret, like, when I dropped out of high school... like, functional math, not, like... Functional math, Algebra. You know what, though? That's the thing. Yes and no. Memorizing formulas. I do use algebra. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Doing what? Like, I've definitely used algebra, like, on tour, like, doing calculations for merch. Yeah, I guess that that makes sense. I think there's a lot of useful applications. That's probably why we're always, like, out of every size. (laughs) 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 It's possible. (laughs) Like, math is stupid. Big uh, F. Take yeah. it. Take all of it. Five dollars. I don't know what size. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely. But I. I know. In the last few years, I've. I've felt that sort of regret of like, man, I want to go back and apologize to those math teachers that I was like, I'll never use any so, of this okay. shit. So for you, is that the one class that you wish you did, you focused on more? That you wish I you got do. more about, more out of math? I do. I was a total 100% like English guy. Right? Okay. I was always writing and yeah, reading and literature. I like history. I like other things. But math was the one where I was like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And I regret that. I feel like for me, maybe it was science. There's so much to be learned in science. And I just. I love science. But I just don't remember <laughs> it. And then especially when I got pregnant, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I had to Google it. Yeah. How did this happen? Cells. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and when it happened to your husband probably he was super confused oh my goodness so none of us knew what was happening he was like this can happen to girls Wait, what <laughs> yeah I thought it was only Alex <laughs> oh my <goodness. laughs> sweet sweet tie 
<laughs> so good. Oh man. Well, what about what was the course you you wish you learned more well, from in high school? I actually. I took keyboarding for three years in in middle school. What you had that option? What does that mean? It was okay, oh, oh, typing. typing, right? Oh, yeah, it was okay. like they had <laughs> you on keyboard like synths. I was like, you had yeah. a synth course. It was, I mean, it was on these word processors that look like synths, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to take it in fifth, sixth, and seventh grade, and that class I'm glad I had because I hated it at the time. But now, like, I can transcribe types so fast without like looking at anything. Yeah. But I feel like I didn't pay attention in like, yeah, like math i guess i feel like i didn't pay attention in a lot of classes <laughs> i was like in, really into like going in the woods and smoking cigarettes <laughs> and like playing guitar so i wish i'd pay attention just overall more maybe going into the woods pay attention, yeah. Kids. <laughs> yeah yeah pay attention. I th- yeah but no I, yeah, regrets. you're right i don't think grades are super important but i think they're important as like a gateway like you can't do this next thing unless you kind yeah. of yeah but totally. i don't know i feel like the way they're grading stuff is like that's a very controversial thing and that's always kind of changging now right isn't it i like, also feel like sometimes uh, it's really subjective it's yeah. totally well it depends on the it depends on the the subject right? that's true i mean that's there are some true. things where it's just like no that's just yeah. wrong right <laughs> but like i read this thing on like about bard college yeah it's just like a and the guy who's run it for the last 40 years and how like now you can just like write like four essays to get in as opposed to like test scores and how right. they're trying to like right get what the really right... determines yeah it. i mean that's true even just getting into like sort of like graduate programs and things like that it's like everyone knows like they look at your transcripts they look at your gpas they you know whatever but what they really look at is your essays like like, or your, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Don't people hire people to do that? I think you can hire people to write your essays for you. You can, and that's definitely, like, I've had, well, it's funny, I mean, like, I've seen, I've had suspicions that someone was hiring somebody, but you can't prove that. Yeah. So really, kids, if you want to <laughs> cheat in college, that's a good way, because it's really hard as long as the paper's but it not must on be the internet. Like, yeah. basically impossible to plagiarize now. Oh, no. I mean, oh, I would, oh, I see I would think, like, when I did it, you'd have to, like, find a book somewhere. Right. Where you, like, now I feel like you could just type it in. That was yeah, my number true. one thing was, uh, yeah, like, plagiarism, I've failed just countless people really? for it. Yeah. Really? What if yeah. they change, like, a word here and there? Like, where do you... If I, if I can find the substance of it online, uh, yeah. instant F. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I get that, though. I think you don't learn anything at all if you're doing that. I remember the only time I ever did that in high school was on a French paper. I had no idea what I was writing, but I needed right. to write something. And I was like, um. <laughs> I nah. mean, for me, it was an, it's an ethical thing. Like, it's just like, you're too, yeah. being a cheater and that sucks. Yeah, you're stealing. So, yeah. yeah. It's, and that's like yeah. a bummer for me. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know. And ultimately, you're cheating yourself. Exactly. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you're cheating yourself of a future. Do people fight it, though? Would they be like, no, this is me. Like, I can't. Yes. Yes, yeah. so much. But I remember, this is my favorite cheater story. So this girl handed in this paper, and uh, I read it, and I was like, there is no way this person wrote this paper. No way. And so I confront her after class. She insists no this is my work this is my work and i was like all right here is the deal i am going to give you a phrase that you used in your paper and you are going to explain it to me oh yeah and i was like what is second wave feminism and she was like well you know like women fighting for their rights (laughs) i was like no try again (laughs) she had no idea and i was like you didn't write it and then she was like my husband wrote it and i was like that's really cute but yeah you still get enough (laughs) (laughs) at least her husband could have explained to her what second wave feminism i I was like your husband's very smart but no (laughs) your husband gets an a plus All right, that was Lights.
with Norman and Jonah, and man, I wish I could have been there. But she was here, and that's what matters. Yes, I wish she could have been here too. But yeah, that was a fun episode. I hadn't really hung out with her before that, and uh, I felt like she was really open to talking about stuff and really funny, and yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I haven't heard a bad thing about her, so that's that's cool. Yeah. Norman, thank you so much for hanging out. Norman rules. And, you yeah. know, what else? Oh, Norman. I think I think on a podcast once I said, uh, hit us up on FaceTime.com slash going off track. That doesn't exist. No, so but face- may, you could try to hit us up on there. I don't know what'll happen. You might get some, like, weird dude in his basement. Yeah, well, it might be me. <laughs> Basically, I'm just part of the fappening. <laughs> what the hell is that? God, it's weird. Um, and yes, I am full of shame. Sorry. Uh, so let's see. Uh, at going off track is our Twitter handle. You can follow both of us. Jonas heading out on tour soon. I am. I'll be gone. Yeah, Gainesville Fest, November second. West Coast, the fourth to the fifteenth. Uh, you can check out our dates at Temporary Residence on their site. And uh, there's something else I, w- I have. Oh, I have a new website. I guess JonahBear dot com. So check. Yeah, that it's out. good. It's looking good. Thanks. I'm still tweaking it. But uh, I'm going to, you know, every episode of Going Off Track will be up there, links to it, and then all my writing stuff, all the band stuff, kind of all my bullshit consolidated into one place. Yeah, man. That's the title of my book. Yes. All right. We will see you next week. Thank you, Lights, for coming by, and everyone be great. Yeah!